0: When it comes to hide, leather, the shear is the size of a kamea in order to be oiver From going from one domain to another domain, you have to take out the size of an amulet. Not only that, says Rav Nachman, this size of an amulet applies to everything. Whether this piece of hide is tanned, untanned, you want to tan it, you don't want to tan it. Not only that, if you're tanning hide, what's the shear to be high for tanning? The size of an amulet. Of a kameh. Similarly, we say the same thing by spinning. The melachas of melaben to clean the wool, menapets to untangle, tseveh to dye, and toyvet, to spin are all the same exact shear, even though some of them are before the finished product, some of them are after. The shear is the same. Kisit kafel this is a sit from finger to finger times two. Anytime you find the inconsistency in this urim. That the shear is a lot larger before the finished product versus after the finished product. That is because people don't want to burden themselves with a small shear. They'll only take care of that melacha when there's a larger shear. For instance, three different examples the Gemara brings. When it comes to herbs, tz- tzivya dies before you cook the the herbs. The shear is much larger. It's the size of a walnut, enough to dye a full svacha, a woman's cap but once it's cooked then the size is dugma li'ira a dugma is a sample cloth that vendors will show different colors li'ira the size that you would put on the device that holds the Erev string that goes through the chassis the end has a small piece of fabric that keeps the thread from unraveling it's a smaller piece, much smaller than a svakam. and then again that's because people don't want to bother with uh, undone products so therefore the undone, the uncooked samamanim have a much larger shear. when it comes to seeds, unplanted seeds the shear is much greater than planted seeds unplanted seeds are either according to Tanakhama, enough to have a, a gregarious, slightly less than a gregaris according to Rebihutah it's five seeds but once they're planted it's one seed for a, a leek or a cabbage, according to Rebbe Kiva. Again, people don't want to be mature of themselves with one seed, unless it's planted. When it comes to wastewater, we say that wastewater of the shear is a revias, in order to knead clay. But once the clay is kneaded, then the shear is much smaller. It's the size of pikur. There are three levels, or three stages, that is, when you make hide, when you tan hide, And they involve salt, flour, and gall nuts. If there's only salt, that's called chipa, and the shear of that piece of hide is bikameya. If there's salt and flour added, but no gallnuts, that's called diftara. The shear of that is to write the main essential parts of a get, and the name the name of the person. If there's no salt or flour or gallnuts, that's called matzah. It's plain like matzah. And that the size is in order to protect a weight. That's a much larger shear than a kamea. And that's because it's moist and you cannot tan it. The Tumah of Medris, when a Zav, zav Nida sit or stand on a piece of fabric, leather, as we had the other the other day, maybe a week ago or so, is 3x3 three three Tfachim for a piece of cloth, 4x4 four four Tfachim for a sack, 5x5 five five for a piece of leather. All of a sudden now it's 5x5 five five Tfachim. For leather. And not the size of a kamehah. And the answer is because we're dealing with something that's cooked and really hard. The only thing you can produce from this leather are tables and things like that. We said in the Mishnah that claf is enough. The shear for claf is enough to write a, the smallest parish in the Tefillin, which is Shma. And the B'raises says, Duxustos is eno- enough to write a mezuzah. What's Duxustos? Well, the parchment comes in something called Gvil. If you separate the two, you have the part closer to the flesh of the animal is called the xustus, and the part closer to the hair of the animal is called Klaf, according to Teisviz. And according to Teisviz, we write on the part that's further away, on the opposite side of the hair and the opposite side of the flesh. Tefillin are only written on Klaf. Mezuzah, the maskon of the Gemara is you can write it on cloth, but also on Dich sustos And a sefer you can write it on cloth, sustos and on gvil when they're still connected. Dufsustos, which is not roi for tefillin, therefore it needs a larger shear, the size of a mezuzah. Sometimes you could call the parsha of tefillin by the name of mezuzah. For instance, the is that if a tefillin has the ritzua. You shouldn't touch it. That's one of the 18 enactments of Beishamai. It's metam of the It's the hands for Truma. Ritzur by itself. Not. Rabbi Shimon says you have to touch the actual box of the tefillin. Ribzaki says you have to touch the actual mezuzah of the tefillin. Meaning the parish of the tefillin. Rav says a statement. Duxustus is like klaf. Moskal of the Gemara. What he meant to say is. Opposite of what we would think. That klav is like the sustus. In other words, just like a mezuzah can be written on the sustus, it can also be written on klav. The Allah is that if a that you're about to put in the shemus, you cannot cut out the partial of a mezuzah and use it as a mezuzah because malim b'kodesh v'leimiridin. You don't go downwards in kedusha; you go upwards. We have to be talking about that the tfilin were written in a klav, and therefore you can write the mezuzah even a mezuzah on cloth according to remeyer because remeyer holds that it's you could write a mezuzah on cloth since it's better for the mezuzah it's will be will last longer it's better protected like that have a wonderful day